Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. What's driving the conversation in California today? Every weekday at this time, we explore a topic that's making news in our state. This is the State of California. Good afternoon, I'm Doug Sovereign, KCBS political reporter and host of The State of California. Well, Orange County Representative Katie Porter got the new political year off to a rousing start by announcing she will run for Senator Dianne Feinstein's seat in the U.S. Senate next year, even though the 89-year-old senator won't announce until this spring whether she plans to retire or seek yet another term. Feinstein is widely expected to call it a career. So Porter jumped into the race first, gaining an edge on what is expected to be a crowded field of Democrats hoping to succeed Feinstein. And for more, we're joined today on the KCBS Ring Central Newsline by Katie Porter, the Democrat from Irvine who's just starting her third term in Congress. She checks in from the Capitol in Washington. Thank you so much for taking the time. I'm delighted to be here. So so what made you decide to declare your candidacy now? Why not do your fellow Democrat, the state senior senator, uh, the courtesy of, of waiting for her to bow out? Well, I have tremendous respect for Senator Feinstein and all that she has accomplished in her career. Um, she's been a trailblazer and she has created a path in politics for women in California um, that I'm proud to follow in. But the problems facing this country and the dysfunction in the Senate are urgent. And we're seeing that urgency. Um, we're seeing our democracy and our rights under attack, our economy um, giving less and less of a fair shot to every worker. Um, you know, and so I think it's the urgency of the problems means that we need to respond urgently. We need to send our best warrior to Washington. We need to send somebody who's going to defend our rights and fight for an economy that works for everyone. And I know how to stand up to powerful special interests in Washington. That's what I've done in the House of Representatives. I won't back down for California. I won't back down for our California values. And that's the kind of energy I'm going to bring to the Senate. And I think we need that kind of energy in this moment in time. What if Senator Feinstein, you know, in April says, you know what, I'm not ready to retire. I want to run again. Well, will you stay in the race and challenge her in the primary? Yes, I'm in this race till the end. Okay. Some of your California House colleagues, uh, who also want to run for this seat, as you well know, uh, say they're too busy focusing on the storms that are battering California. This is the wrong time to make an announcement like this. They've suggested that perhaps your timing is a bit tone deaf. What do you say to that? The storms in California illustrate exactly why it is so urgent that we change how Washington works year after year. We have members of both parties, Republicans and some Democrats, who are beholden to special interests, who take big oil money, who do not understand the risks that the climate crisis presents to us and the extreme storms that we're facing, the wildfires, um, the event, the weather challenges that Californians face really illustrate why it's urgent that we change how Washington works and we address this issue. Of course, I'm concerned about the storms. I'm saddened by the loss of lives um, and worried about our first 
first responders, uh, transit workers, and others. My children are back in California. I live there, um, and I'll be heading back tomorrow, hopefully, when the House finishes its business. Um, and I'm in touch with my local officials um, to make sure that I'm doing everything I need to be doing um, as they do the important work of addressing this crisis. You've only been in the House four years, a little bit more now. Uh, you barely won a very tough fight in this new district uh, two months ago. Why would you make a better U.S. senator for California than, say, Adam Schiff or Barbara Lee or someone else who's taking a look at this race and has more experience? I think I don't do Congress the way other people do. I think I understand that the Washington of today is not the Washington of yesteryear. Washington today caters to powerful special interests, powerful corporations, to the desires of billionaires, and it leaves families behind and it discourages voters from believing that our democracy works for them. That corruption is eroding the integrity of our Senate and of our House. And I think I have shown an ability to connect with Americans, including some who are very skeptical about whether or not their elected officials understand the problems they face and are willing to stand up to them powerful people in the country to fight for them. So I think that the Senate needs to work you know, for California. And, Cal- and to do that, Californians need someone who's going to do the work. You've taken on some of those big corporations and interests while you're in the House, and you're probably best known for you know, focusing on consumer and financial issues as a, as a consumer law professor. What, what do you see as the top issues in this race for the Senate? What will you prioritize? What's going to be front and center? We think front and center has to be that reforming the institution to address some of the corruption, things like forcing, forcing, pushing forward on a ban on congressional stock trading, um, leading by example on not taking corporate PAC money or federal lobbyist money, um, being willing to think about how do we reshape this institution so people trust that we're doing what's best. Um, and so, you know, for example, I'm one of the, I'm the only House Democrat that opposes and refuses to participate in congressional earmark projects um, that are uh, marked, you know, earmark spending. Um, and so I think we need a senator who will be fighting for families, not global corporations. And in doing that, that means that we're going to be tackling issues like the cost of the rising cost of housing, um, the mental health crisis, the lack of insurance companies providing the mental health services that they're promising to provide, um, the climate crisis, um, the need for more transit dollars. California's problems are urgent, but its potential is tremendous. And I just think it's an incredible moment um, to be that warrior for California and Washington. One of your former staffers says that you created a toxic work environment and, and made racist and sensitive comments. That controversy is sure to become an issue in this highly competitive Senate race. How do you respond to those accusations? I'm really proud of my staff. They work incredibly hard um, and do terrific work. Um, I think they've been tremendous. Um, the we had a fellow um, in our office who completed her fellowship. I'm I'm was glad to work with her um, and wish her all the best at Booz Allen Hamilton, where she now works. Uh, you know, there are many progressive Democrats in California who, who would like to see a person of color uh, take Senator Feinstein's place. And Governor Newsom has said that if she retires early, he would appoint a black woman to that seat. What is your strategy for reaching out? to and winning the votes of the, you know, 40% or so of likely voters uh, who are Latino and black and Asian. Well, I'm going to fight for every Californian and I'm going to be engaged in conversations and in communities, um, listening to and learning from Californians. As I said, we're a diverse state um, and 
nearly every way. Um, and I have a track record of fighting for um, communities of color, um, black families um, in my consumer protection work, fighting to protect them from predatory lenders, fighting to make sure they can keep their homes during the foreclosure crisis, standing up to big polluters who disproportionately hurt low-income communities. So I will be their champion in the Senate, um, and I will listen to them, um, and I will continue to lift up and advance having more diverse institutions. All right. Well, thank you so much for being with us. Good luck on the campaign. Thank you so much. Thank you, Congresswoman Katie Porter of Irvine, now a candidate for the U.S. Senate. You can hear the state of California every weekday at 3.30 p.m. It's also available on the Odyssey app and wherever you get your podcasts. You'll find me on Twitter at Sovereign Nation. I'm Doug Sovereign, KCBS. All-star closer, Kenley Jansen, we have a question. What's the best podcast of all time? Baseball isn't boring, baby. I'm Rob Bradford, and every single day I'm sitting down with the biggest names to show you this great game is the greatest game. It's my podcast. It's my passion. It's a cause I started more than two years ago and is now the most prolific national daily baseball pod there is. Another fact, so jump aboard the B.I.B. Express. Follow and listen to Baseball Isn't Boring, presented by Wasabi Hot Cloud Storage on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts.